name is Keith Rory Simmons. Hey, young world, it's your favorite Ethiopian, Sue Solo. Okay. And we got a special guest today. That's my partner, my partner, them. Uh, please introduce yourself, ma'am. Yeah, you already know what time it is. Your girl, yes, I'm Blood Club. Pretty good. Move your body. Move your body. Now bang your knees. Hey. This is your girl, Pretty V. You already know what time it is. The one and only, the fly, the comedian, the entrepreneur, the actress, the blessed one, chosen one. Yes, so, yeah. girl. You you you've been saying all that through this quarantine, <laughs> honey. I've been praying. I've been writing. I've been creating this whole quarantine. I mean, it's definitely a self care moment. It's definitely a yeah. reflecting time. Um, I'm a, a, a big spiritual person, so everything I, I I see around that's going on is so biblical for me. And um, I think people need to understand and wake up and, and understand, you know, we God's trying to get our attention somewhere and some somehow in some way. So I, I'm big on that. And um, I just been in the crib and just handed on my business from home. Been on lives. I just dropped a new single, so I've been on my lives, yes. interviews, and all like this. A booty squeezing, banging the ease, period. Oh, and um, <laughs> booty the new squeeze. single hey. called Booty Squeeze, y'all, and it's super lit. And I've been getting some some cool responses from a lot of people, and we're just trying to push that and. I got a follow-up song called Jackpot. So we just, we just, my team just still moving and um, it's, it's dope. God is good. That's up. Speaking of God, you know, shut us down, trying to get us to hear his message. I feel like mm-hmm. that came from all of your people down in Florida. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Girl, bye. Y'all did not want to sit Miami, down. Right? I'm from Miami, yeah. Yeah, that, that's where everybody was being hot trying to go to the beaches. Nobody wanted to sit their asses down in the house. And now look. Honey, I'm going to call, I'm going to call a trick and treat. <laughs> and say, what's, what's happening down there? <laughs> what's going on? Now, wait, I have some intel on Pretty V, so Solo and Octavia. I had to send one of my old pro- program directors, Reggie Rouse, a birthday um, shout out. And I saw the video, and then I see Pretty V in the video, and I believe I overheard her say she used to be an intern at V103. Is that true? What, what year? Oh, my God. What year was it, 2014? Oh, okay. I was gone by then. Okay. Yeah. And what were you doing? I was in promotions. But, you know, they had me all over the place. Okay. Um, so it was promotions. Um, shout out to um, MV and... The whole yes. family taking on them and Miss Janet, Miss Janet, like it was so dope to 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 be alongside those people. And I used to always walk walk past Tigger's office, like you know, one day I'm gonna meet him, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And now I'm interviewing there, and I was just so so much love. Shout out to Greg and and, and Tig and it's his family now. So and even in Raleigh, North Carolina too, um, I, I did some. I used to work in radio, so promotions 107.9 in Charlotte, Raleigh. Um, with Brian Dawson and I have my own radio show and podcast show Lounge 22 in the VXO show that so is so dope because you absolutely have the personality for that job <laughs> and you can actually be an, an on-air personality did you ever think about doing that? oh that was the goal that's why I had mm. the shows and I had the podcast and interning um, yes. I was, yeah interning that was the whole goal to to intern at those stations and see how I would go. But, you know, I just told myself I just want to be in front of the mic now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, Charlamagne's always trying to get me to, to do some stuff. He's like, yo, I got a show. You already know I need you on air. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm do it. So he's always hitting me up every other day like, B, I promise you, when I get my stuff, I'm, I want you on air. And I'm like... Well, you here with us. Right, right, 
Right. So I'm on, I'm on a ball alert. So, you know, we That ready. is so dope. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to see that. I feel like your career has really just, to us, it looks like it advanced very quickly. But obviously, you've been putting the work in. Everybody knows that you've surrounded yourself around the right people, it seems like. I know that yes. you're friends with B. Simone and all these other influencers that really yeah. just kind of hit the scene hard and oh. y'all took off running. Hey, wait, quick. Funny story, when I first met Pretty V, she was our WCW at Streets Now 4 5. And she came in in the bathrobe. I actually still have my bathrobe. I got to find it. She yeah. gave me a bathrobe because I believe you were selling you were selling your bathrobes, correct? Yes, I still am. Yeah. I saw, you know, I, I started off with the, the whole pink robe, bonnet vibe. And I was like, you know what, hell, people are loving this pink robe. Every comment mm -hmm. I see is pink robe. This pink robe is killing me. Not the robe, not the bonnet. So I was like, you know, all right, let me do something with it. So I branded that and I got my own um, robe line called the VXO Collection. Um, and then I have apparel, shirts, hats, hoodies, just my different sayings. Like I have my yo what up on the back or get money, call your daddy. Cause I have different characters, peanut, peanut. call your daddy, shut it up. Um, bad gal, like just different things that I say in my um, comedy skits onto my merch and um, my robe, my first baby that I, I, I brought out and then it was the bonnets and then it was the apparel. So um, I still have it, everything sold out. So we're trying to just get that back in, up and running soon. And um, so I can have it for uh, booty squeeze t-shirts, right? Now we got the booty squeeze t-shirts. They were sold out last week. <laughs> I, have, I have a little bit more left. I, I checked my, um, my wicks this morning. I was like, wow, I did good overnight. So they're almost sold out. So I'm so excited. Nice. That's love. Because let me tell you, yeah. people are not really spending no money during this quarantine like that. They're so not, that right. Love. That is love. Also, y'all got to go down to City Trends because you already need your grillers in the store too. Let's talk about the elect electronics for a little bit. Girl, I was already a, an ambassador for City Trends. Um, okay. And um, my, me and my manager, shout out to Keon, she was like, you know what, like, we need to have your merch in the stores. Like we need to stamp something on, like pretty, we need something like I, my whole goal in this industry is just to have longevity. Like, you know, I want to be beside the Jim Carrey's, mm -hmm. sit with the Ellen DeGeneres, like have these conversations that's gonna, you know, I'm gonna gain knowledge from. I'm always a student. Even when I get to a certain place in my life, I'm always gonna remain a student because I want to learn. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, when I did the Brandon Bass, I was like, all right, I'm just shouting them out. Just like a fashion over deal. Like, Y'all come down to City Trends. We had a big back to school um, event at one of the locations here in Atlanta. And we had those kids wrapped around the building. Like I'm all about the kids. Like we had it wrapped around the building. It was like 400 kids just wanting to meet me and wanting to get a pencil, a pen and get a, a $25 gift card. And I was like, you know what? Like it could be so much more that I could do with yeah. this company. Like I'm gonna like, we're gonna have a meeting. Like we need to have something. So they brought they brought it to my attention first. I was like, I was gonna come to y'all because I want my bonnets in, I want my robes in here, I want everything in here. Like, period. Like, I've been, man, I'm bringing back City Trends. I'm bringing back Baby Fat at this point. Like, yes. there we are. Like, we need to get it together. So I picked out everything in their catalog. I said, I want headphones because to me, it was representing on air and the radio I was doing and the beauty side. It was just like, I'm, I'm so sensitive about my skin. I want my own brushes. I want that shit to be fire. Like, I want all the beauty things to represent Pretty V, unapologetic, raw, you know, uncut. Like I want everything to be dope. So, 
yeah, my I got a beauty line and an electronic line. It came about just, you know, just manifesting it and just having that first meeting. That's that boss talk. I like that. Okay. Now, V, I know you're really close to B. Simone. So did anybody ever try to compare you and the and the makeup line to hers? Because I know she made a, she had a big campaign around the release of hers. Even her, like, road to a million was a thing. Yeah. Do people ever try to compare you guys or, or feel like you guys are kind of just copying off each other? You don't have your own brand identity? Or do you feel secure that she got her? Yours. Yeah, I mean, I think people used to always pair me and B as far as, I mean, me and B have made a lot of money together. So with me, you know, Hip Hop Squares, Wildin' Out, Girls Cruise, um, Instagram Skits, I mean, it's always like, like, pretty B and B small. Like, you guys are like the perfect match. When it comes to business, I'm in my own lane. When it comes to B Simone, she's in her own lane. Um, I don't sell lip gloss. I don't have a book. You know, for me, you know, we're uh, com comedians, but we're in our, our own lane. And I think, you know, it's just, uh, I think that's how raw it is. And that's why, you know, if somebody doing something and if somebody do it after and they may look like it, it's like, we don't, we can't try and, and look into somebody else's journey. We probably been working on that, but I probably want mine to be perfect. I don't put things out. He's someone probably like, look, I'm putting mine out. And I'm like, girl, I'm waiting on mine. And I'm like, I'm putting mine out. She's like, I'm waiting on mine. So it's just like, you know. We just in our own lane of business. And but when it comes to comedy, I definitely think a lot of people compare. I mean, my comedy is totally different from Visa Malls. But when it comes to business, we're going to get them. We're going to get it done. Yeah, let's get them chickens. Yeah, I don't shy with no check now. Not with my home. OK. Yeah. All right. So I think it might be time to get into in case let's you missed it. Just in case you missed it. OK, it's pretty big. You did mention that you are in Atlanta, Georgia. So tell me, what do you think about uh, Georgia's Governor Kemp reopening the state's economy? Oh, come on, Mr. Kemp. <laughs> you think how you up. feel now. You're, you're opening up the building. I mean, again, I don't agree with it. And I, again, my thing is, like I said to my homegirl the other day, I said, people have, my homegirl has an immune disease. And if she even walks out her house, yeah, get any type of cold, cough, it's to the hospital immediately. Mm. So y'all ain't find no cure or no vaccine about nothing. I ain't heard nothing. Again, I know that it's a virus. So you have to treat it like it's a flu or however it is, stay in your house. That's what we do. We stay in the, we stay in the house if we have a flu. So we don't give it to anybody else. I mean, when I was doing the set of Wildin' Out, everybody was sick last season. So I'm like, did we get it? Well, shit, we had to stay in the house. We had to stay in the crib. Like, did we have a Rona? So I think it was a bad Damn. decision. I think that, you know, you should know what the people want. You know, this is your city. You should know, like, look, it's a lot going on. We haven't found it yet. People are losing money. I get that. But we have to know as people that, look, people are dying. And they're choosing from babies, teenagers, and someone, grandmother, grandfather. Who do mm -hmm. we choose to stay alive? Mm -hmm. All right, well, they already lived their 89 years. Let me just go ahead and save the baby. Because she about five and she need dad. And then you can't even go see your grandmother or father. Right. Yeah. The mall's you know, opening up Friday. Yeah. Fifth, Lenox, Town Center, uh, I think it's Gwinnett Place Mall. They are opening Mall up. But Georgia. what they did say is the stores don't have to open up. They just have the option to if they want to. And I just feel like, you know, they're trying to use the idea of like, well, I'm giving y'all the option because some of you guys are about to lose your homes. I just think that's BS, to be honest with you. The reality is our government don't want to take care of people the way they're supposed to take care of us. So it's like, hey, we'll just rather y'all go outside, 
get sick and die or just you know let's just figure it out but other other than the if they can come up with anything other than the state continuing to pay unemployment or having to dish out more money through a stimulus package they're totally with it they don't really care about our health it, it's basically, all about the economics and basically yeah. they said uh we have room at the, at the uh world congress center because we made yeah. extra money. Maybe yeah the governor's mansion is closed yeah, yeah you cannot go to and the governor's mansion closed. Hello. Again, I don't agree with it. I think it was just New York is on lockdown. Period. Yeah, you know, right. at the end of the day, no, yeah, they say May fifteen. Yeah, we're gonna open Lennox and Perimeter, whatever, on May first. Honey, it's the same old clothes. They ain't even got okay. no shipment in there yet, so we don't need to be rushing to go nowhere. <laughs> Girl, you been in there? It's the same stuff we had. The same stuff we had. The same exact things from last season. It's by the time we get out of here, it's gonna be winter again. So that now they gotta throw up a little hoodie and, and some meat jackets for us again because it's really not. Yeah, I was thinking about too the kids that their outlet, the mothers that have to be teachers now to their kids. You know, now it's virtual school. The mothers, the fathers. I mean, the I, fathers. I, I was just teaching downstairs. The mothers and fathers. Your eyes, Sue. The, <laughs> the mothers. <laughs> The mothers and fathers that have to be teachers now, they have to be attentive to their kids. And it's crazy, even the ones that depend on school for outlet. Cause we all know what's going on in household. Abuse, you know, um, mis- molestation, like just different yeah. things. And I'm oh, like, you guys are in this house and that's and you're only, you guys are in this house and you're only, you're in this house with this, your only outlet is school friends. You can't go nowhere. So I just feel bad and you know, it's a lot. But I mean, we have to find something because my best friend just lost her aunt the other day of this, and she's an NYPD, and she was okay. Kier Shear just lost her grandmother, you know, and she was just fine. Mm. So I am so sorry to hear that. Wow, it's crazy. We and, definitely send our condolences to everybody who's dealing with it. I mean, yeah. it really just kind of took us by storm. But even I feel like I feel like I had the corona. I, I told y'all a couple months ago I had no taste, well, no smell for damn near three weeks. And so I do a Sunday brunch and literally everybody at the venue was sick pretty much around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, A couple of the girls went to the hospital and they were saying that they did not know what it was. So looking back on it, of course, now hindsight is twenty twenty. We all think we already had it and we may have. You had it too, Robert? Yeah, I, I, I remember I was shortness of breath. I went to my doctor. I spoke to my doctor. They prescribed me. I still have the medication in here. They prescribed me some medication that didn't work. Wow. Thinking back of it, I was over here like, yo, I remember I having shortness of breath. I had a sore throat. I had, and I barely get sick. I only get sick maybe. I always get sick around the pot when the pollen come back. Mm-hmm. And when the weather starts getting cold, because I hate cold weather. But mm-hmm. this time, this particular time I got sick, it was the week after Thanksgiving. I'll never forget shortness of breath. Uh, sore throat, coughing every five seconds. Um, and I just remember feeling like I couldn't breathe. And I went to my doctor. They told me it wasn't the flu. They sent me home with some medication that didn't work. And it was for they, they were treating something else. They didn't. They don't even know what that, that medication was supposed to do that they gave you. Mm. They just gave it to I know you. I had it. Well, yeah, two chains... Two Chains, you know, obviously owns two restaurants here in Atlanta. And at first he was saying that he was going to open his restaurants for dine-in service and that he was going to follow really strict guidelines. 
And he caught a lot of heat for that. Like a lot of people were talking smack on him. Like, why would you open? It's too soon. Just because you're allowed to doesn't mean you should. They were calling him money hungry and, you know, mm. saying that he didn't care about his community, which if we know two, ch- if y'all know two chains the way Atlanta knows two chains, he cares about people, period. So he actually went back and decided to keep the restaurant closed, keep the dining area closed, and instead he's been feeding the homeless, which is really dope. Yeah. He turned a negative into a positive, you know, but his, his thing was he had to lay off 80% of his employees. So he's, he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. He don't know what to do. So what's the other restaurant he owns? I know it's Escobar and what else? He has Escobar on the south side now as well. They just yeah, opened one up on the south Escobar. side. Okay, I didn't know that. I know mm-hmm. he opened the nail salon, right? Did he actually Ooh, open a nail salon? Oh, I didn't know about that. Thank you, Pretty V. Yeah, my t- cousin works there. Yeah, he opened a nail salon. That's what's up. Go Pretty V with, with the T. Okay. <laughs> there it is. I'm like, girl. We go to this next subject because I really want to ask Pretty V's opinion on it. Okay, speaking of, of of tea, and and I hope that we're talking about the same thing, Ryan. So, Pretty V, you've been in Hollywood for some time now. Would you find it easier or harder to keep your love life on the low? Um, for me, well, let me tell you something about me. I haven't had a dude in two years. Damn. Um, yeah, and that's just... I, I mean, I had someone tell me they had cheating days for me, right? Ooh. And mm. I had to myself, and this person, you know through me after after I heard that and I think for me it depends on who the person is because you can always keep somebody you can always keep people out your business let me tell you it's a lot of celebrities mm-hmm. that let me say um, what is it what's the name what is it K Washington we don't even see K Washington kids Queen Latifah either we don't know who can go but we've seen or we've seen them whomever but other than that we don't see them so it is I mean it's you can it just depends on you know how y'all, what's in that relationship? I mean, sometimes you hold my man, you hold my hand, you're my man, period. So at the end of the day, like, so, you know, I don't care to show off. I mean, it is, I don't know. Cause I ain't been with him, I don't know how it's gonna play out. So, you know, it only took a year for Trey Songs to reveal the, who the baby mama was. He posted a photo from, uh, I guess it was Noah's first birthday party maybe, which yeah. is their son that they have together. And, he actually said um, in a comment, it it, it, it was kind of, people are trying to put it together. Yeah, there she go. You can log on to Bala. She is a beautiful girl. I, I think, yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, I think what threw a lot of people off is like, you know, they expected her to be like this video vixen and like this crazy made up plastic body and you know, all yeah. craziness. But listen, she is who she is and she's gorgeous, but Trey actually posted, um, and he said, I'm obsessed. We did that. You did that. You're a great mother, and you deal with all the extras very gracefully. I'll always be eternally grateful to you, Noah's mama. So the fans are trying to figure out, like, are you still with her or not? Is she just a baby mama, or is she your girlfriend? I think he just appreciates his child's mother, and I feel like this quarantine has everybody in a, with a different outlook these days. Mm-hmm. I got a comment. Oh, I know you got one. What's up? I just appreciate how she just looks like a regular woman. She don't have the Kim Kardashian moon boom. She just looks normal. She got she looked like she can cook good. She got a little arm, you know, a little little, little (laughs) arm weight. I like that. I like it. She gives me great. sometimes the expectations of some people because it's just like the game wasn't nobody really expected him to have the baby mama he got. 
Yeah. Yeah. What's because these guys go out and they party with the pretty fun video mixing girls, but at home, it'd really be a totally different type of bitch at the crib. Right. Like, <laughs> it's somebody totally different. Like, and that's the real. Like, the thing that threw people people off was he actually added to my baby mama said her old number is probably booming sleep well. So it's like, okay, is he saying that, that he's meant. with what her or mean? not? We don't he's know. I mean, it, it could just be like, oh, I, I got her now. Who knows? My thing is, I'm all about peace. Like, I don't care about all that. If you show me, you show me. You don't, you don't. Like, I'm already getting half of what you got anyway. So one <laughs> thing about me, like, I'm really all about, I'm really all about peace. Like, you gonna, if I'm not with you, you're going to see me being a mother, handling my business as an entrepreneur, whatever that is. But for me, I'm all about peace. If I can sleep, I'm good. And now it's time for a word from our sponsors. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to the Baller Alert Show. And now it's time for Baller Man. Message, dear Rari, I am faced with a tough decision. I just got my unemployment check. I also received my stimulus check too. The issue is I just got hired at Amazon mm. before I received my unemployment check. I'm writing you because they sent my un- unemployment and I got paid from Amazon. Do I call them? I mean, this is dope because I need the extra income. I'm a 27-year-old guy from Augustus, Augusta, Georgia. Please help. Okay, well, let me just say, I read an article, I think a week or so ago, that said if you qualify for unemployment, that does not change if you got hired from the time you received the payments or, you know, from the time that you applied and from the time you got a job. So I think you're safe. Um, But damn, you spent the money already. (laughs) V, what you think? I'm going to speed that. 
Oh, so you gonna call? You gonna be a good Samaritan? I say keep the damn money and uh, you know, <laughs> don't head on while out. Huh? I mean, I don't know how that's being a good Samaritan. You pay these taxes, okay? They owe you this money. That's yours. You call for it, you got it, and once it actually kicks into the system that oh, this bitch got a job, then they gonna stop. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it's cool. Okay. Go ahead and take take your money. Don't don't be stupid and go buy yourself a that Gucci belt that you couldn't afford a couple months ago. Don't don't do that. But you, you know, right. enjoy it. And, you know, have fun. Be cute. Be cute with it. Okay. <laughs> well, pretty V. We absolutely appreciate you coming to kick it with us today on the Baller Alert Show podcast. We love your energy, your light, your spirit. We love that you were just like, oh, we going on Zoom, baby. I'm putting on a cap. Baby, because yeah, so I, I didn't, I did not warn her, and I apologize for not warning you because I didn't know. No, you're yeah. fine. You're the bad girl. I come in and come in and come out. <laughs> big thing them. Big, big thing them. Big thing them. No, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, you guys are super dope. Continue to be covered in this pandemic. Pray, write, and create. Do what y'all do. Um, again. You guys are the culture, and I appreciate you guys for having me. Tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram. At Yes, I'm Pretty V on all platforms. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TV. <laughs> all right, y'all. You have a blessed one. <laughs> Thanks, Pretty V. Stay safe, baby. Bye. You're listening to the Baller Alert Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, And the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Creep, creep! Man, from his full time! Creep, 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 creep! And now it's time for Codman Creeping. Creep, 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 creep! Man, this guy. This guy ain't even missed two episodes he's back on the damn show. I'm still executive producer. I will never leave y'all. I love y'all. 
He is back and he is a topic. Okay, we're going to talk about this. So, comment creep, and this is where I highlight what celebrities, people of influence are saying to each other on social media. Sometimes they're taking shots. Most of the time, they're taking shots. Okay, so Diddy, Mr. Love, Puff Daddy, whatever you want to call him, bad boy, take that, take that, all that, right? Diddy hits the gram and he says, attention to all. The black vote will not be free this year. If you don't know, he actually went on Naomi Campbell's live. She has a show. I believe it's like keeping it real with Naomi or real talk. with It's something along those lines. But nonetheless, he kept it real. And he shared um, his theory that the black vote should no longer be free. We should hold these politicians and these candidates accountable. We should make them do what they say they're going to do if they want our vote. Well, our sensei Kenny Burns goes to the com- goes to the comment section of the post and he says, "Puff, this statement is very irresponsible at this point. The only option is to get Trump out of office. Come on, champ. Encouraging people to stand by is not an option. Hashtag vote or die. Which, if y'all remember, Diddy made that hashtag pretty pretty popular at one point. Now the problem is though." The comment that Kenny Barnes left was deleted. Thank God for technology and screenshots because your ass screenshotted the comment before it was just, just, just gone, before it vanished. What made you screenshot that comment to begin with? No, I was actually sent the, the screenshot of the comments. Like, several people have sent the screenshot um, saying that your, your message isn't there anymore. And I was, mm. I was baffled. I was like, what, what do you mean? Like, I'm literally saying that what you said was irresponsible. The, the thing would have been to reply with the agenda. Everyone knows that there's a black agenda that has to be addressed. There's not one thoughtful human on the planet that doesn't know that. The problem I had with the video are two things in specific. He made a comment that this was business. We all know that Donald Trump ran his entire campaign on business. This is not just business six months before the election, where he fails to realize every time in his superhero moment, in his fearless black leader moment, is that this is not about you. You are not personally holding our vote as a community. That's not responsible, a responsible way to share information. And so I wasn't going to say, I was going to say what I said in the comment and let other people have the conversation, right? Because that's what I am. I am a thoughtful, uh, responsible um, thought leader in our community. I, it was not about me. It was about the people that follow him that are just not educated in politics, right? Now, mm-hmm. let's let's fast forward to who the politicians are. When you look at like, and I'm talking about that speak on our behalf, Charlemagne the God's on the front line. You know, Angela Rye, Sean King, Killer Mike, they all agree with Puff. But they don't agree with Puff in the sense, because I had a 50-minute conversation with Charlemagne last night. It's not that they agree with everything he said per se, other than there is a black agenda that must be addressed. And because he said it, it will get the attention of the powers that be on the Biden side and cause him to, which we don't know what he's going to do because on Biden's website, he has a black agenda. Sean King doesn't think that it's enough, which we'll hear that in his response on on the response of the Kenny Burns show today. But the point is, is like at the end of the day, If you tell someone that is not educated in politics that you're standing by holding the other problem, the vote hostage, you're telling people essentially not to vote. Whether you're saying that or not, 
people who are not educated in politics are getting that. If you look mm-hmm. at the comments, that's why I ain't vote last time. I vote on, our voice don't matter, and that is irresponsible. And you have to know who your people mm-hmm. are, who your friends are. Yep. It's that's, low key almost like Donald Trump saying that people should inject themselves with disinfectant and then coming back and saying I was being sarcastic. People should have known that when you are in the limelight like that, you've got to communicate very clearly and carefully what you're saying, because everybody don't have common sense. And there so are they hundreds could have of people well who tried that. to inject themselves with chloride. Exactly, exactly. So it's like as far as Diddy's you know, fans and followings go, there could be a handful of people that are literally processing that as, oh, OK, we're holding our vote hostage, meaning I'm not voting. Yeah. That's not necessarily what I took from it, but you have to be extra careful when you are considered a leader, you know, in our community or, you know, just a big celebrity that has millions of people tuned in in, in a matter of seconds. Yeah. And it's uh, a- uh, go ahead. Go ahead uh, there is another comment creeping within the comment creeping. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, Prince JDC commented, you got all of our numbers, OG. You could have reached out privately and had the conversation. Still can. As black kings, we should handle situations like this better than just posting on IG. What does this solve? You can't. My thing is, well, before you go, KB, damn, bro, I can't disagree with you, Pop. Like, we had a disagreement. I don't agree with what he said. I'm a grown-ass yeah. man. If well, I feel you- like I can disagree and I can call him out, us as leaders, we should be able to call each other out and we and we handle it. It is a social right. media platform. People are being social on this platform. Wait, what's, your, what's, your thoughts on that? what's your thoughts on that, KB? Um, I think that, you know, first and foremost, you said it publicly. So I felt I should address it publicly. It was it was nothing I could do and sit on the sidelines, you know, and I, I couldn't sit on the sidelines and not say anything. I felt it was irresponsible. People know our relationship. They know if I'm throwing something like that in the mix, it should be thought about or adhered to. You know, the thing about Justin, though, um, which which was done, and I, I think because of this back and forth, people are now talking about it. It was on every major morning show this morning. Mm-hmm. It is on every blog. And the bottom line is with Justin, that's my nephew. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a great relationship with him, and I have been a positive reinforcement in his life. The problem I have with that is, uh, Ferrari, that, he knows me and my actions because of my, I mean, in my, you know, my love for him, my appreciation for the time I spent doing business with his father because of my actions. Mm-hmm. had nothing to do with that moment. And I feel like, I feel bad for him because they dragged the shit out of him in the comments. I feel, I feel horrible that he would do that and then catch that kind of flack because right. in essence, he's defending his pops. But at the same time, you know the character of your uncle and how many wars I've had with your father. So it's not like, we don't do this historically, you know what I'm saying? So, and, oh, and, it's historic. And I did not, I didn't go on public record, like, you bitch ass nigga, I didn't, there was no ill intent in my offering. It was dog, You're, I know you. And see, what people need to realize too is I really know him. When I had the Revolt to Vote campaign at Revolt and it went away and whatever happened, happened, you know, People can look back in history and be like, yo, you've been on the right side this the whole time with him. This is, you know, this is before the last election. What happened the last election? Puff was ghost. Puff, Puff did not speak damn near. You know what I'm saying? One way or the other. I don't know if people really realize this. So I'm very connected to 
him from voter die to my comments yesterday. And it is what it is. Like there again, there was no malice intent saying, oh fuck that guy, he ain't did this for culture. No, it was none of that. This statement, though you said today, is irresponsible. And the same with Naomi, a comment creeping within a comment creeping. Naomi jumped in there, they dragged her too. You trying to say etiquette, etiquette, etiquette what? Etiquette is coming out with the proper information first. Ha having the black agenda on the table first. You didn't have any of that, but that's because he's not on the front line. He's using this as an opportunity, like he always does for attention. Would you be open to having him on the Kenny Burns show so y'all can hash this out? Yeah, absolutely. And it's not even a hash out, to be honest with you. I like, I like how you look to the side when you said that, though. But my son's out there working out. Oh, okay, okay. You know, like a career. Um, <laughs> I would turn the computer around so you can see them dunking. Kyle is dunking, dunking, like scary. Uh, but anyway, so, um, but yeah, I would love to have a conversation with him. But at the same time, Puff is a Jedi mind trick master, just like mm -hmm. Donald Trump is a Jedi mind trick master. We got we to gotta be aware of what people say, and we have to hold them accountable for what they say. We can't, there's nothing detrimental about, you know, my actions were leaving a comment. There was nothing poisonous about that. It was only getting to the root of what we have to do. Just like I, Charlamagne hit me last night, 50 minute conversation with him. Roland Martin hit me last night, 25 minute conversation with him, Angela Rye, like I get what everybody, cause Roland Martin was with it 100,000%, was like it was totally irresponsible. Uh, Charlemagne saw the point, but also liked that it sparked, you know, the, the people to go at, at Biden and, and whatever. But I'm like, no, that ain't, that ain't what it is cause the problem is, is that the people that follow Puff ain't thinking that much. We like headlines. We don't read the article. We like headlines. We like, ah, that's what we pay attention to. And that was an ah moment with nothing to define said statement. And that's irresponsible. Yeah, I think as black folk, we have to understand that like we can have dialogue and not agree with each other a thousand percent and not have no beef. I just don't agree, you know, so I, I I definitely feel, you know, Charlemagne and, and everybody else because I I I got the point. But everybody's not gonna get the point. Everybody doesn't know how to read between the lines and you are hundred percent right. There are millions of people that read the headlines and run with it. They don't do their own research. That's well, that's how, the problem. I mean, but unfortunately, people, you know, oh, people that are in the spotlight, y'all gotta take, you know, you gotta take that into accountability and, and hold yourself to a higher standard when delivering these types of messages, knowing that people don't fucking read. Yeah, and, and one more thing, Sue. You know, again, the two major things you're holding a hostage a vote for a people. You're speaking for people that you have not been speaking for in this particular way. That's that's irresponsible. Second, you cannot say this is business. We know there has to be a black agenda. But this is not business. This is life or death for certain people. People go three months without paying bills. They might never recover. We go certain, and, and without question, the bottom line is Trump has to go. Under this presidency in my mid 40s, I've never seen racism like this. Under this presidency, I've never seen, you know, the rich get richer where classism will trump racism. No pun intended. Like this is bigger than you saying something because you're in the middle of a fucking conversation with your partner. We have to be accountable for what's going on. And six months, six months out before an election, it's just irresponsible to say those things without an agenda attached. Mm -hmm. Without an agenda attached, heard. Thank you, sir. Uh, well, Baller Nation. Thank you for clearing, clearing that up. KB, if you will, just for old time's sake, leave us with a Confucius says. Confucius.
ladies and gentlemen, it ain't about what people say, it's about what people do. We can no longer stand by and just let people just talk the talk. You gotta walk the walk. And all the people like Sean King, Angela Rye, Charlemagne the God, Killer Mike, y'all have to continue to do what y'all doing, but you also can't beat down others when they become the only option. Biden is the only option in this two-man race. So whatever you're trying to do for policy on a local, state, and federal level is absolutely amazing, and we will fight with you. But you can't beat somebody up in the press and expect your followers to then go and support those people. So please, y'all, stay focused. The dream is real. Uh-uh, you got to say the dream is real. Come on. The dream is real. Baller alert! The dream is real.